Good afternoon, folks. Thanks for tuning in to the Streets Photog podcast. I'm your host, David Joseph Delgrand. I was told that doing something that scares you each and every day is good for the soul. Now, I wouldn't recommend jumping into a graffiti-laden river wash turned homeless camp, but that's how my day started. The Arroyo Chico River Wash snakes through Tucson just four blocks south of my house, so it's easy to notice when it gets bombed, meaning covered in graffiti. The piece practically glows in the dark from what the canary yellow and flamingo pink paint tells my educated eye. Originally I grabbed some POV video and still images from the street level. When I left the wash unsatisfied with my photos, I convinced myself I'd return another day and that I wasn't in the right headspace to adventure 20 feet underground or potentially face whoever made this space their home. Don't get me wrong, nine times out of 10, homeless folks pose no threat. I can say they're more friendly than most of the college professors I tolerated. But when you're digging around someone's front lawn, it's wise to be prepared for anything, especially if you know of only one exit going into the situation. I drove around South Tucson for a spell, searching for an alternative to my graph wash photo opportunity. I found nothing. Back graffiti spot eventually offered me more than some pretty frame pixels, so I headed north towards Barrio Anita. Anita is the neighborhood right next door to mine. Nighttime gunshots are the norm, but I parked my car at a University of Arizona testing center overflow space, headed for the wild underpass listening over the railing for human activity. After a moment of spying, I didn't hear anything that alarmed me. So it's over the fence, clipping thorny tree branches as I forge below the surface of regular life. My ears were pricked staying vigilant against any potential threats. I wasn't properly equipped for my journey. Tennis sneakers, that's bad. No gloves, and a short sleeve t-shirt. It's a three-tunnel wash. Each corridor measures nine by nine and stretches 35 feet long. North Main Ave and West 6th Street rumbles above. This stop at the wash is piled with garbage, crusty cowboy boots, two shopping carts, a wicker-like patio chair, a single coiled cell phone charger, dozens of soiled blankets and blue jeans, at least two blobs of human feces. One person was fast asleep in the southern tunnel. They were huddled among a beverage cooler, rucksack, and a camping chair equipped with a beer koozie compartment. The middle tunnel was empty. That's odd, I thought. I met Michael in the northern tunnel. I introduced myself as I started to document the freshly painted burners, 
I thankfully found an alternative exit just west of the first piece I took a flick of. Remember, I always have a plan B for leaving in a rush. Now I've spent a decent amount of time around homeless people, first as a skateboarder since the early 1990s, then as a depressed, destitute young man in Sacramento, California. Local Sacto food banks kept me alive during the last two years in Cali. Moreover, I used to frequent an outpatient drug treatment facility in the Golden State that had outdoor parking for people's shopping carts. And when the vapid, plastic nature of my university got on my nerves, I'd skate through downtown Tucson, grab lunch, and hang out at a mainstay homeless camp. It's known as Armory Park. Most of my meals those days got offered to folks who had real problems. I'm not looking for sympathy. I drove myself to financial and mental ruin. I'm also not interested in praise for sharing a meal with someone living on the streets. But the closer I keep real problems to my everyday struggles, the easier it is to live a life fueled by gratitude. But let's get back to Arroyo Chico. When you spend the majority of your independent life on darkened street corners, it's inevitable that you'll meet conflict, and homeless folks can mark with the best of them. But on this warm Saturday morning, as most days, interacting with street dwellers, I had an opportunity to give back. Honestly, since my brush with homelessness, I feel it's my duty to help. I kept my distance from Michael at first in order to get a read in him. I also don't care if that's his real name. It's what he told me, and his response and presence said he was honest about it. I picked Michael's brain about the writers, known as graffiti vandals the most. He saw the pieces get painted. Michael said they weren't pleasant or bothersome. Just a bunch of white dudes, Michael told me. Is this your regular spot, Michael? Yep, he said, as the blowout of sunshine on the other side of the tunnel outlined a brilliant line of light around his frame. I'll bring you some lunch if you're game, I told Michael, asking if he was averse to any particular fare. You don't have to do that, said Michael. On the spot, I'm less poetic, but obtusely said that I don't like visiting someone's home empty-handed. I finished my photo session, motored home for a hot second, and snatched a hoagie from my host. It's the best seven dollars I've spent in weeks. So what's my point? Do the thing that scares you. If I failed to do that on this particular Saturday, I would have failed to make a grip of compelling photos. I would have failed to serve Michael. And I would have failed to nurture a dude in need, a dude I could be today if I didn't luck out with an opportunity to build a better life. Thanks so much for listening to the Streets Photog podcast. If you're looking to support this podcast and my other creative adventures, please jump onto my website, davidjdelgrand.com, and purchase my first self-published softcover photo book, Lutes del Barrio.